So I recently talked about how I was going to get myself a Samsung tablet for the first time ever, having had a third generation iPad 14.6 inch or whatever it's called for many, many years that I normally use just to, to look at social media and watch YouTube and stuff at my bed. If you saw my house tour from a bajillion years ago, I have like a little, little vice that holds onto it and, and, and so I can use it, right? Sometimes like I'll be watching my TV that I now have there and I'll be playing poker on my iPad. So I don't use it for all that much, right? But the reason why I was interested in the Samsung tablet is because it had a larger screen and a screen that was more similar to 16 by 9. So theoretically, at least, watching media on it would look better because it would uh, fit better on the actual device itself, where the iPad is more square. Yeah, so the one I got was a Samsung Tab S9 Ultra. But having received the tablet, I found it a huge disappointment. As I say here on Twitter, after using a Samsung tablet for a day, I'm shocked that even popular apps are not optimized for it. I use a Samsung phone, but this tablet experience is just bad compared to an iPad. No review I watched mentioned the app experience. Tech YouTubers let me down. And I gave, give three examples here. I present YouTube Studio and Reddit both without horizontal modes and Twitter, which is way zooms, but also has small text with both sides made dead zones rather than putting you in the associated tweet. No one has daily driven this tablet. It has endless annoying issues. So this is YouTube Studio. It's not YouTube the app. This is separate from the YouTube app. There's the YouTube app and the YouTube Studio app. And while if you turn it long ways vertical, it fits well. When you turn it horizontal, which is the normal way that I use tablets, this is what it does. And it's not usable at all, which is just strange. It's it's YouTube, it's Google, it's like, why? Like I don't use that many apps that frequently, but that's one of the ones I use the most and it doesn't work. Here's Reddit, that's, that's, good. that's great, isn't it? Everything is weirdly zoomed in and it has no horizontal mode. So when my iPad is horizontal, it just shows the vertical image. So I have to turn my iPad sideways, long ways. All these apps are way zoomed in. And I've looked in the settings and I am as zoomed out as humanly can be. The apps are just not optimized for the 16 by 10 resolution screen for Samsung. Twitter I use so much and this is what it looks like. These bars here, this black, does nothing. So if I click here with my finger or here with my finger, it doesn't like open the tweet. And like on the tweet itself, I've got to click like really in, in like this little bar here kind of thing, or it doesn't let me actually like zoom in on the tweet. It's very strange. And because the apps are so zoomed in, scrolling, like especially on Reddit and stuff, is so slow and jagged. It seems as though every app on the iPad was specifically used by someone for months and they must have given their feedback to Apple so that they optimized everything. Even stuff that you wouldn't think would make sense. As in like, you would assume that having the images as big as possible on screen would be the best thing. But that's not always the case. Sometimes when you make something really big on the screen, it's too big and you can't see like what's coming up next in your feed. Or it's hard to scroll now because every time you put your finger on, it's like clicking into an image or something rather than scrolling. All of that has been solved on the iPad, but on Samsung, everything is just too big or too small or doesn't turn on. It, it just, it's just terrible. The app experience is awful. And I watched a lot of reviews for this device. None of them mentioned that. Now, the one benefit that I knew I was going to be getting was the better resolution. And it is true that media does fit better on the Samsung tablet compared to the Apple iPad. But in a way, it makes it too big because when you're looking at a tablet, you can only hold it so far away from you. And how big you want an image to be is dependent upon like how close it is to you. So like 
Sure, a TV is a lot bigger than your phone, but if you put your TV next to your face, it'd be a, a worse watching experience. And I find that the Samsung tablet, a lot of the media is just too big, slightly so, just an uncomfortably larger size. So I have to move it like further away from myself to get a, a good watching experience. So the, the, the media is larger on the new Samsung tablet compared to my third generation iPad or whatever, but it's just not a better experience. It's almost as though the reason why the iPad has not increased its size in so many generations is because they realized that that extra screen real estate is just not going to be used for anything. And where it is used, it makes the experience worse. A lot of apps in Android are not optimized for bigger screens, including tablets, TVs, and others, or they are straight up not made for those devices. iPad in this regard is leagues ahead. Exactly. My expectation was that maybe there'd be a few more lesser used apps that haven't been optimized. Even on the iPad, there is the occasional app that I run into that doesn't work very well, like a dating app or something, because why would they bother? But like Twitter, Reddit, YouTube, these are the things you think would be like the very first ones that would be optimi optimized. Like in regards to social media apps, there's only like 10 of them. Why would they not be optimized in a billion dollar company? I think for a lot of people who use their tablet entirely vertically, I think you might get away with things not being as disruptive. But when you move something horizontal, you got to be very careful how big you're making the content or it just becomes awful. Someone said to me, do I have the, the tablet in like desktop mode or tablet mode? But that's not something that happens with, with actual tablets. They're, they're thinking of the, the computers that can be used as tablets or computers. Tablets just have a tablet mode. There is no desktop mode on Samsung tablets. Yeah, so ultimately, very disappointed. And I highly recommend if you want to get yourself a tablet, not to get a Samsung one. Or at least if you're going to be using it for anything related to like what I use it for, which is, you know, consuming media or using apps. I guess if you want to use it for productivity tasks or drawing or something, maybe it could be good for those. I, I don't know. I can't assess it. Another thing, though. Actually, let me get the device. Hold on. So this is my um, third generation iPad. I believe they're up to sixth generation right now. And you can see it's smaller than the Samsung one by quite a bit. The screen flickering there is because of the difference in FPS from the camera and the device itself. For those who don't know, in Australia, lights are 50 hertz. And so if you want to record with a camera, you need to also put the camera in 50 hertz. But this tablet is in 60 FPS, which is why you can see the flickering. Another issue is they have this pen and you're like, oh, cool. A, a pen could be useful for like press stuff and, and whatnot. But the place where the pen goes is here and it, like magnetizes there and recharges. Now, where do you think any sort of vice that holds a tablet would hold from? It's going to hold here. So it's get, it holds like this. And so if you have the pen here and you use a vice to hold the tablet, either it's going to crush the pen or just not hold it. So you have to take off the pen permanently and then there's nowhere to put it because it doesn't stick anywhere. Like this, this pen location is optimally placed to completely fuck the way that I use tablets normally. In their defense though, I don't think there's a single place they could put the pen that wouldn't cause some problems to someone. Like if they put it on the side here, then you would grab and you'd move the pen. But um, the reason why I bring this up is because people pointed at the pen like a, a wonderful additional feature. But in the way that it's put here, I can't even use it. <laughs> I will also say my phone, my, my Samsung phone has this pen. Uh, I never use it. Never. For any reason. I use my phone hours and hours every day. I have never had a single reason to use that pen. So uh, I've got this tablet. Costs multiple thousands of dollars, at least in Australian. And I'm not going to use it. That really sucks. What's probably going to end up being is if I ever do a cooking stream downstairs again, I will use this to read chat. This is going to be a glorified chat watching device. This is your new home. Give it to my sister. Honestly? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'll keep this around here for a year and give it to my sister.
So whether I'm gonna buy myself another iPad, I don't know. I don't know. This, this, this probably still works. It's probably fine. He's gonna leave it. Fine. I don't even know why I bought this tablet. A solid 90% of my purchasing decisions recently have been good, but that one was not a good one. Android tablets in general are forgotten in terms of development, not only in apps, but OS-wise as well. They rarely get any optimizations or new features, and that led to even more loyal fans to Android abandon them in favor of iPads or even Windows tablets such as the Surface. It's weird. Why spend all the money to develop these devices hardware-wise and then ship them out and stuff, and then to have the actual experience of using them be so poor? More than this though, why do none of the reviews capture this reality? I do vaguely remember as someone said that Linus says they, they don't even bother reviewing the tablets that Samsung puts out because they're so bad. I guess I just forgot that because I, I, I would just watch reviews and they'd be like, oh man, it's great, the screen, the responsiveness. Why does no one mention how bad the app situation is? Because they're paid? Well, I doubt all of them are specifically paid, right? A lot of them are probably just wanting to be positive so as to not piss off Samsung or something, right? As we often talk about, influence over reviews or people's perception of products or, or what have you isn't just here is some money say positive things it can be the subtle you know if you say too many many things maybe, maybe we won't like you anymore maybe we won't give you new stuff maybe we won't fly you out to places maybe we won't communicate with you at all anymore i'm, I'm not saying you have to say nice things but be aware of the consequences of saying negative things i think i'm pretty sure though let me look this up yeah like i watched this video from marcus brownlee Samsung Tab S9 Ultra is the iPad killer reel. You can see my red bar there. Like, it, it, it sometimes just stops and doesn't show. I, I definitely watched the entire video. I trust this guy to review stuff and inform my choices. I very rarely buy new tablets or new phones. And I watched this and nowhere in there is it like, oh yeah, by the way, like half the apps aren't optimized for the device and suck to use. And that like, it makes me doubt his credibility moving into the future. That my experience with this device is, is so different from the one that his video communicates. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.